0: You're listening to the Things You Don't Hear in Church podcast, a show where your hosts Darian and Ethan discuss the controversial topics often avoided by the church. They also discuss culture, society, and everyday goofs. And now, Darian Ethan. What's up?
1: Hello, everybody. How? I always want to ask how you guys are doing because that's like a polite thing to do, but they're not here. Yeah. When we have live shows in the future, when we have millions of fans... <laughs> Then I can ask you guys how you're doing. Derry, how you doing? Um, I'm tired.
0: It took a lot for us to get here. I mean, you'd be more <laughs> tired than I would, but we had so many technical difficulties. Every week we have some sort of like thing go wrong.
1: The devil works hard. Yes. But <laughs> well, this yes. podcast works. We either hard.
0: have like a mic go down, or like your computer go down, or like the audio quality go down, so you have to fix it or something like that. Or the
1: camera die in the middle. Yeah. Or the memory's full. It's a really Worlds fun. on fire. Well, your state. Yeah. My state's... Well, not my state. The Midwest is flooding, apparently. Rip California. Um, Rip Clippers. You don't have enough water. We have too much water. Yeah. Clippers are underperforming again. They lost. Classic, really. Lost game seven. Let's be real, though. Do we ever expect them to be good? No. I don't watch basketball, so I'm flying blind. (sighs) I mean, Um, they were supposed
0: to win the championship,
1: but... Oh, rip. They lost Um, incognitively. Other sad news. Detroit's playing again. So Golf? Football. Frisbee? Oh, football. Oh, yeah. I should say football season. Oh. Lions are playing. And so that just means the next two months will be an emotional roller coaster for me. Nice. Uh, are you actually going to watch with BCC? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm doing this school called BCC here. I think I mentioned it a couple weeks ago, which is funny. The first season we mentioned it, we were talking about BCC, and I, rem- I distinctly remember thinking to myself, because I said on air while we were recording, I said, I don't think I need the BCC. And I thought, I'm going to eat my words if I ever do the BCC. <laughs> so here I am eating my words and that's my humble pie. Um, so you're one day in. one, two days, two days in. Two days in, we finished. And just learning the method of how to induct, inductively study the Bible. Yeah. And there's a lot more than I ever thought was there, which I'm really excited to figure out and learn mm-hmm. all about how to do all that. Cool. And so I'm super excited that's starting. That's going to be like, yeah, 55 hours a week of. Just BCC stuff. Yeah. Then I got five hours a week of podcasting stuff that's like this plus post production. Right. And then I still want to do Uber Eats about four hours a week if I can. That'll be the most, that'll be the first thing to sacrifice if I have to. Right. And then also having a social life. So I'm looking at pushing like 70 hour weeks. Right. I'm ready, bro. And football every side Sunday morning. Have fun getting burned out. No, not burned out. <laughs> Physically impossible. So are not going to podcast anymore, or which one of those <laughs> things is going to break? Because... Uh, if something breaks, I will either not Uber eat or not have a social life, but uh, okay. podcasts and BCC are first priority, as BCC is a school I'm paying for, so I want to do really well on it and right. get all I can out of it, and, and the podcast is what I want our career to be, at least right. mine. I don't know about you, but mm. so this is like the most important thing, and um, staying healthy. Yeah. I think what I'm going to do is my dad is like super healthy and he makes this salad in the beginning of the week and then he makes it like bulk of it and then eats it throughout the week. Yeah. And it's everything you ever need. No carbs or anything like that. And it gives you like all, and it's like, because it's so healthy, I'm assuming you get a lot of energy from it. Mm-hmm. And it has no carbs. So you don't get, that's not draining you. And I think I might stop eating in the kitchen and just do that. Interesting. Just get like a fat salad every that sounds week. sounds expensive. Yeah, I know. But it'll be worth it if I can have you energized.
0: I've been thinking about traveling like missions a lot lately and because i'm you know because I, I mobilize missionaries you know and <laughs> it's just a job yeah it's just like what i do for a living um and so i was just thinking like what culture have you never been a part of or been to or experienced that you would want to go and immerse yourself in for one month like you go and travel somewhere for a month um just to be you and to live somewhere for a month. Um, Say you had, like, a business, like you had a podcast, right? And you right. just took the podcast to this place for one month to go live. What place that you haven't experienced, cultural-wise, would you want to go to? Africa. Hmm. Why?
1: Um, I just, it's the one I have, like, well, I've never had a desire to go to South America uh-huh. or Central America. Like, Weird. I've never thought to myself, I want to go to Mexico or I want to go to South America until I met a guy from Brazil that we, we met um, yeah. in, in Thailand. And then ever since then I thought I'd be really, really fun to go to South America mm-hmm. and Central America and check mm-hmm. it out. But I've always um, thought Africa was super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, from the animals there to the variety of culture. There's like hundreds of different cultures, thousands of cultures on that continent. Yeah. You know? And some of my closest friends are super diverse. Ugandan. And so just like being around like like when I say Uganda I mean like actually like their parents like moved from Uganda to America. Right. And so being around that a lot of my childhood and their their culture and their house and like having their Ugandan friends over and like seeing how they were so community minded and so kind and, and like just so caring for each other I was like I want to go to Africa and experience that yeah and I've, I've already been to Asia so I don't need to go and check out that culture
0: I mean there's a lot of different cultures inside Asian culture but right. I understand yeah but between. it's
1: like the similarities there yeah so I think Africa is one of those um, continents that uh, it's like yeah I've never been there I haven't been to most continents, but I just want just to be there. Cool.
0: I would say probably South America somewhere. I just really, really love that culture for some reason. Probably Brazil, mm-hmm. but also maybe like one of the islands or something like that, or maybe like Puerto Rico or
1: something. You're the third person I've talked to today that has said verbally that they want to go to Brazil. Yeah, really? Yeah. Who else? Um, one of the girls on the BCC Who? said, uh, Megan okay i asked her if you could go anywhere in the world and do missions and god would bless it where would you choose and she said brazil whoa and then ben cassell said i want to go there too i really like all the sports stuff they got going on there like huh oh. and so because he's really into soccer so. yeah well football for you guys right um but yeah so that's you're the third that's like the third person in an hour <laughs> weird <laughs> like we talked about at dinner well, brazil's pretty cool
0: I, mostly, I just love watching fighting, and there's a lot okay. of, like, MMA stuff that happens in Brazil. Also, the cultures look super cool, mm-hmm. um, and obviously the beach.
1: Obviously. Yeah. Beach, big time. Big time beach. Big time beach guy.
0: Also, all the crazy animals would be super cool to see.
1: Yeah, that's, see, that's scary, bro. I think, yeah. I, I think the Amazon, like, specifically, I'm like, yo, there's so many animals and bugs in there that you can't even, like, imagine existing that could kill you. I just want to see the big snakes. Bro, no way. Ain't no way. Bro, you, say, you think we'll go on an expedition to the woods of Bra- or the jungle of Brazil and see snakes? Or? Well, I don't want to go on an expedition either. I just want to see those things. Oh, well, you go, go online, bro. I can pull, okay. <laughs> pull up right now on Google. Okay. <laughs> no, that's good. I know what you mean. Um, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I want to see lions, though, so I guess the same thing for.
0: I don't know if they have lions there.
1: Oh, in Africa. Oh, okay. But there's not a lot because people keep killing them. I started doing this voice that's super annoying, but I think it's really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, let's be like when I'm explaining things I'd be like no you can't do that or no that's not it how is it we are doing it I we you been doing show. that for a while we did it right before the show I was like mm-hmm. I can't do it now, the, now we're recording and there's pressure and pressure to perform. perform we can't yeah. can't perform under pressure rough just like the Clippers <laughs> <laughs> and the Lions bro <laughs> fourth rough. quarter fourth quarter loss every week we have the lead and we blow it in the fourth quarter dang
0: Classic lions.
1: Classic cool. lions. All right, well, continue this train of things that piss us off. Yes. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about the infamous, the infamous. evil. What? Yeah, okay. Infamous, yeah. like bad version of famous. Yeah. Um, subject of cuties and not the tangerines that everyone loves. Yep. The evil cuties, Netflix.
0: Yeah. And pedophilia in general. Yeah,
1: pedophilia all that stuff. It's obviously a hot topic in culture right now. Yeah, and it's we the only want, thing on Facebook. Yeah. We obviously, with this podcast, along with teaching about God and the Bible and bringing different views of theology to our audience, we also want to touch on cultural things as well mm-hmm. and bring a Christian worldview into culture. Yeah. And so we it's are It's just things
0: to, not talked about in the church a
1: lot. Exactly. So. so we're going to be discussing cuties and these pedophile rings that come out, mm-hmm. QAnon, stuff like that. Yeah. And so yeah if you haven't seen cuties which you shouldn't see yeah if you haven't seen cuties you're normal <laughs> if you haven't seen cuties and you just got offended i'm sorry that was a joke uh, you should only be watching it for resource or research purposes basically it's don't even watch it then. it's supposed to be this movie it's a movie it's not a documentary it's a movie that's made as a story following this girl who is raised in a muslim household and she's exploring where like women are oppressed and suppressed and stuff like that and She's exploring her sexuality as an 11-year-old, as yeah. a dancer and stuff like that. And it's her friends, like, not knowing really a lot about the world and being innocent and, like, a loss of innocence. And at the end of the movie, I, I haven't seen it. I've just, like, done some research on it. the end of the movie ends with this girl, like, dancing, like, really suggestively as a, as a little kid on stage and realizing how bad it is. And then she runs off stage crying and apparently yeah. she's, like... Zipping up like her sweater all the way to her neck, and then the movie like, that you going on a walk, like recovery of innocence, and it's supposed to be this super emotionally. It's like it's supposed to say ch- uh, child exploitation and child pornography is bad.
0: Right. It's saying like both cultures are not good. Like going mm-hmm. from an oppressive culture, which is like super oppressive of women, they can't have choice, mm-hmm. all the way to like the over sexualization of children in America. Yeah. Right. And having those extremes and then her being dissatisfied with both of those things, which in story form makes sense. Yeah. There's not, a, there's, not when we're showing it in the movie form. There's right. a
1: right way to go about that. Right. Like, there's ways to make that movie without exploiting kids like they did. For instance, right. they have, like, zoomed in videos of, like, when they're dancing, have their crotches or their butts. Right. or so, And this is, like, from people who I've watched, who are talking about it, who've watched it. Right. And stuff like that. Or like apparently there's a scene where she's blowing up a used condom like a balloon, mm-hmm. and it's just like absolutely disgusting. Right. And like because she doesn't know what it is, and it's and it's like it's like a, that me, that Babylon Bee posted that thing about the dogs. Have you seen that? Oh movie? yeah, yeah, yeah. The puppy one. It says uh, animal rights activists make documentary killing animals to say why killing animals is bad. Right. Right. And it's like how much they kill animals. Yeah, it's like the same thing that's happening. Like you're like right. It's you're, not
0: like a great idea to do the thing in the movie that you're trying to stop.
1: Right. That's like showing rape on camera saying rape's bad. Right. Disgusting. Yeah. You know, you can you can you can convey that message without it being uh Exploited. exploitative. Yeah. And so I don't know, I just like was so upset about like I like kept seeing so much about it and I was like, What is this? I started doing research and I'm like, blown away, man. Like Oh, my God. And then also we got this bill in California that got passed. Yeah. And you want to go into that a little bit? You It's your state, so you might know a little bit more than I do.
0: Yeah, it's um, uh, SB45, and basically the bill is – what the law used to be is any sexual offender that comes into the state for, like, school or work or to live has to, uh, like, register with California as a sex offender so people, like, know who they are, right? Um, but this bill amended that so that – if the sexual crime that made them a sex offender happened one time and the person was within 10 years of their victim, so if the person was like uh, 24 or 25 and like raped like a 15 or 14 year old or uh, assaulted them or something like that, um, they don't have to report as a sexual offender. Um, just because it was one time and because they were within a 10-year age range of them. So if it was over 10 years or it was multiple offenses, then they would have to register. But now the law was just passed, I think, uh, a week ago or maybe five days ago. Um, and so now they don't have to register. If like the was in, law was passed, not yeah, the bill, the yeah, law. the law was passed. So now it's legit. So if you're a sex offender in California um, and you're within 10 years of your victim – you're, like, past victim, what you were convicted of, then you don't have to register it as a sex offender.
1: I'm, like, so blown away that anyone would even propose that being a thing. Right? It's crazy. Like, how is that even, like, how does someone hear that? Or even how does that idea come to someone's mind and they think, that's a good idea, we should totally do that? Hold on,
0: it was proposed as a... And I don't understand why. Maybe you can see the insight to this, but I can't. It was proposed as... Like, bringing equality for LGBTQ people. How so? I don't know. But that's how it was marketed. So, like, you well the way you market bills usually is, like, if it's something that you don't think people will pass, is you spin it with something that's good on it, right? Right. Right? So, like, for instance, if you want to pass, like, a bill that lets the, um, like, the law enforcement... Like tap into your phones and stuff, and have control of all your data and stuff. More, you would market that as a, like an, an anti-terrorist kind of thing, or right, like right, right. you're trying to like keep the tech companies in check or something. You'd spin it so people are like, yeah, I want that.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. Maybe they just twisted it really weird that people accepted it initially, but
0: yeah. But I don't see how you could spin that as like a, yeah, I don't a pro know. lgbtq I no thing.
1: I have no idea how that like an LGBTQ community member would hear that and think, yeah, like let's do that. Yeah. You know, even yeah. they w- I would assume any moral person would say mm, no yeah I looked
0: it up but I couldn't find anything and maybe like one of our listeners can reach out and, and explain that to me but I can't understand yeah it let right us know
1: what you know maybe you know more than us
0: which is that's crazy like likely. the news cycle has just been dominated the last um, maybe like m- month with just pedophilia over and over and over Yeah. whether it's from like uh, conspiracy theories like QAnon or just like pedophile rings in general outside of QAnon right um to this cuties thing, which is the most recent to that bill, um, to all these things, like it's just it's been dominated. It's it's so strange. Like it's great that it's being addressed, and it's not like these things weren't always happening. Just the light is on. It's them. great that just that like what, racism, like what's
1: being addressed. Pedophilia? Yeah.
0: Like, just like racism, like well, it wasn't it, being addressed before. Yeah. And, it, like, now that it's being addressed, we can see it, and it's not like it's just happening now. Like, it's been happening. And pedophilia right. and, like, sex trafficking has been happening for a long time. Okay. Just the news cycle wasn't on it.
1: Right. So you're saying it's good that QAnon's getting more traction, exposing this as sex no, not, rings? Not
0: QAnon. I think that's a conspiracy theory. but oh, it just is a conspiracy that, theory. Just that but the, the fact that,
1: like, pedo rings are being exposed and being found out, thats you're saying that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. That's good. I thought you were talking about the agenda of being pushed as good, and I was like, "What?" Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I don't know, dude. That's why, like, that's why I would be like, "Oh yeah, Q'd a, a non being pushed, that's fine, or being getting more exposure, that's good in my mind, because I'm a low key conspiracist, as mm. I have mentioned before." And so I look at the, all this, right? And I look at everything that's going on and how much they're talking about pedophilia and like, and with the with the law and with the Netflix, it seems like there's. An agenda being pushed to um, more acceptance around it.
0: Yeah, but why? But, like, I don't know why there would be a law like that. Like, I don't know anybody who's pro, right? Like pedophilia.
1: I don't know what any reason would be other than like we live in a fallen world, right? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. And so like you 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 put corrupt people in power, and everyone's corrupt. Other people, right? Hmm. And you take away a biblical worldview, and you don't—they're sub- not subject to following Jesus. Like they don't—they're not Christians. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of time until all this rampant immorality is going to be normalized, right? Yeah. Like we see this in the Old Testament. Like nothing's—like the Bible says nothing's new under the sun. Mm-hmm. And this is not anything that's new. All There's like hypersexualization of of women and children and stuff like that. Yeah. And whatnot. Like it's gone in the Bible as well. And it's—it goes back to like. The answer is Jesus, obviously, but in, like, the story of Lot in Genesis, mm-hmm. some angels come to his house in Sodom and Gomorrah right before they destroy it, yeah. and the men of the town come out, and they're like, hey, give us those angels. We want to have sex with them. Yeah. And they just say, they don't call them angels. They just said, hey, give us those guys who came to your house. We want to sleep. We want to, we want to know them and stuff like that. Right. And that's biblical language for sleep with, and it's just like, even these guys were like, there was like a mob outside it was like, let us rape these people that just came to your house. Right. And, and it's just like, that's so... It's just the the byproduct of sinful nature in humanity once you stop following Jesus. Yeah, it's and wild. That, that's why sin is so bad. I just got on like a little soapbox about this. But like, mm. that's why sin is so bad. That's why God hates sin. Because it leads to these things that are terrible and people are trying to normalize.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's been around since then, though, right? Like, yeah. I don't think humans have progressively gotten more, like, evil. I think we are as evil as we're ever going to get and given privacy mm-hmm. and given like freedom from consequences we'll be as evil as we can be yeah. Yeah. Right? especially given power right so when you when you give like in today's day and age when if you have a lot of money you can do a lot of things in secret because you have a lot of power you can get away with whatever you want. Yeah. and So that's why we see so many people like in the elite now with like these huge pedophile rings because they have so much money,
1: they can get away with all of this stuff. Right. money Cash is king, you know? Money rules the world. And it's like, and that's, I don't know, there's so much that goes into that because then people are like, yeah, get rid of capitalism. No one will have money. There's <laughs> like an idea. But it's like, it's corporations really and it's like the billionaires. And it's like, I don't think anyone should have that much. Like no one should have power like that. Like Kanye says that. No one managed to have all that power. Yeah. Right? And that's true. Like, you can't give humanity power and lack of consequence and mm-hmm. expect them to perform well. It's just not going to happen.
0: Yeah. Very, very rarely does, does anything good come from all that power. Right? right. And it's not that, like, I don't think you're saying, like, stop people from having that much power. No. But it's like... If you choose or like if that happens to you right if you're successful and you gain that much power like it almost never ends well for the person
1: right and right. i think when United, like i think before the fifth, 1950s i could be wrong on this i have to that fact check myself but i remember someone in conversation said this and i've never looked into it but so i could totally be wrong shooting the dark here but yeah. apparently there was like limits on businesses to stop them from becoming corporations so people didn't become these like Multi billionaires who controlled the the controlled society through like like funding media, funding whatever. They didn't become monopolies. Yeah, yeah. And so there was like parameters around that, which is I think I think it's good personally. Like, and then they came out with the board game, and everybody
0: loved it. And then they changed all the more laws.
1: Propaganda.
0: Monopoly. Am I right? Oh and everybody man. hates the board game now.
1: Look at that. It's and you joke. guys love Jeff Bezos. It's a joke for everybody. <laughs> but man, it's just crazy to think about like. The state of the world we're in right now. Mm-hmm. I never, when I was a kid, thought to myself like, "I'm gonna live in a country that's like this immoral and like accepting of of, of these things." Mm-hmm. Right? I always thought like, this is, "No one would." I've never that was never even thought in my mind like I will have to talk about one day this documentary that's sexualizing and yeah and exp- and it's child pornography.
0: Yeah, and I think the most disgusting part about uh, maybe not the most disgusting, like one of the most disturbing things because. I I know that there's pedophiles, like, around. Like, mm-hmm. that fact doesn't shock me now. What right. shocks me is, like, in my opinion, there's no other, like, more hardcore topic than, like, hurting a kid. Right. Right? And the fact that that in itself has become politicized and that, like, for some reason being anti, like, anti-pedophile and anti, like, being sex trafficking is...
1: Being pro-protection of kids.
0: Yeah, is, like, a, a right-wing thing. Right. Is, I don't know how, like... How did we win that topic?
1: Right. Like, and, how is that ours now? And, and I don't think... That should be an everybody kind of topic, yeah, you know what I mean? And I don't think... Like, you go stop the average person on the street, you in the U.S., I'm like, hey, do you think the over-sexualization of kids and exploitation of child property is bad? bad. Everyone on each side is going to say yeah, yes. but it's a representation of the
0: media. Right,
1: the me- The way the media is taking it and making it seem like this yeah. alt-right thing. Yeah, is- and
0: not even, not even like... Uh, Just main media, like if I just go on my Instagram, I know all my Democratic friends are posting about Black Lives Matter and all my Republican friends are posting about like anti-sex slavery right yeah it's like there's not both of those things happening it's like it's like a war like this is more important no this is more important and like no one's like they're both important we can fight both wars it's like if like why aren't you posting about black lives matter and you're like because i'm posting about anti-sex slavery. why aren't you posting about that right and like we're getting mad at each other because we're not standing up for each other's like things that we think are important and they're just crazy yeah they're both absolutely necessary now
1: now the political movement black lives matter not about it yeah not great no they they want to destroy the family unit. That's like on their website. We can go there right now and look at it. Right. They're also Marxists. Yeah. So. It's like that's real bad. But the the idea of talking about the um, obviously disproportionate uh, murders and imprison rates of African American right. community that's a very real thing. Right. Absolutely. Right. Let's talk about something that goes on. But let's sure. not. Uh, let's just, let's just separate from it's black a black war. It's a political. war of
0: like. I'm, my topic is better than your topic because I'm a Republican or I'm a Democrat, mm-hmm. instead of like getting over that like prideful sense of I need to win this like battle of ideas and mine's more important than yours is, like we, we can't get past it as yeah. a media for some reason, and as a people.
1: Well, if you ask me, in my opinion, it would be like they don't want us past it because I would say there's something else going on on the sidelines, and they want our attention directed there for some reason so yeah. they can do things on the side. What those things on the side are, I don't know. I haven't really looked. I don't like politics anymore. But also, it's election year. Everything's yeah. going to be crazy anyways. That's true. They even politicized COVID. Oh, yeah, like, of course. It's a virus. And you're going to... It's still it's, I know. It's just, like, so annoying how many how many things are so politicized in the world. Yeah. Anyways, we don't want to glorify all the evil in the world too the much. Water. Yeah. yeah, bro. You don't want to glorify the evil in the world? We don't want to glorify evil too much in the world. and uh, Well, not really at all. And so... I think we should transition over to bringing some biblical perspective on it, bringing a biblical response. How are Christians supposed to process these, these things, deal with these things? Where is God in the midst of these things? And start, like, glorifying God in that. Because although we know that evil's real, although we know that these things happen, we also know that at the end of the day that God wins. Yeah. Right? And, and so what would be bad is if we talked about all these things and then left it there and people like, stop listening to this podcast and we're discouraged, right? Yeah. And neither of us want that to happen. So what the best thing we can do is talk about this thing, make it real because it is real, yeah. get emotional because it is an emotional topic, mm-hmm. pedophilia and and stuff like that, but then bring in the glory of God and God's response to that, mm-hmm. right? And so you want to kick us off on that?
0: Yeah. I mean, I would say, one, don't let the media's... Um, just covering like bad things now because it's election year, like make you feel like the world is ending. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this stuff always is happening, right? It's yeah. happening every day all over the world, and it's not covered in the places where it's happening the most, right? Um, so that doesn't mean that it's not bad, and that like um, you shouldn't still like be fighting for it. I'm just saying like. The, the media is making you want to, like, give up because of all the coverage. Right. Right? It's, like a, it's
1: like a mental wearing down.
0: Yeah, it feels like because it's all of a sudden a big thing that the world is ending and that our God isn't in control anymore, right? The thing you have to remember is God is always sovereign, and he's still in control. And you, of course, are responsible to act as well. But the foundation is remembering that your God is sovereign and that he planned this whole world out before you even existed. And he knew all the things that were going to happen, and he put it into existence, right and so he knows literally all the steps that are going to happen and he's in control and so from that place i'd say as a christian you're responsible um to vote and to pray and of course to do other things if you can to volunteer um to put other things in action if you can yeah um but i would say the most important one is to pray and to intercede and to petition our god to act and then after that to vote and do whatever else you can
1: yeah yeah i agree i think um like you said, pray. Like intercession is so powerful. We, If you guys don't know what intercession is, that's a Christian term that just means standing in the gap. Like yeah. if there's God and then a person over here and you're praying for this person, you'd stand between them like praying on their behalf that God saves them. Yeah. And so, like, you see this all over the Bible, right? Like, the Bible says that Jesus or intercedes for us. Yeah. You see in the Old Testament all the prophets were, in a way, intercessors because God would speak to them, they'd speak to the nation, and they'd pray to God. Moses interceded for Israel whenever they built the golden calf and God was ready to judge them. And Yeah. And so, Kim Kardashian
0: intercedes to Donald Trump to get prisoners out of jail. What? I just an analogy. Is
1: that a serious thing? Yeah.
0: She's gotten, like, some of the most, like, she's one of the people who have gotten the most people out of jail because she you're, goes to Trump and, okay, you're and saying stands that. in the gap for the prisoners to get them out of Okay, Trump.
1: I thought you meant like Kim Kardashian prays that Donald Trump's release. like, no, no. no, and, no. Like, and then he started doing it. I, I was like, like the <laughs>
0: analogy of the same thing that, that we do as Christians. Yeah. The physical manifestation of that would be like Kim like, standing in the gap for those prisoners. Right. Petitioning Donald Trump to let them go and then he lets them go.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so uh, we're going to talk more about what the Christian response is and how Christians can go living their life. In a way that glorify God, glorifies God and keeps him in a place of peace. But, real quick, we want to show you guys. Um, there's a little commercial, Greg, that's mm-hmm. re- real fun. Not a commercial, um, though.
0: Not a commercial. It's not It's a ad. fun sketch, though, yeah. that our friend made. Yeah, so
1: our friend Ben, um, who you hear at the very beginning of the podcast, and he says, You're listening to things you don't hear in church podcasts. Yeah. Where your host, Derek Ethan, talk about, yada, yada, yada. That guy's voice, He his name is Ben. He's a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. And so over the weekend, him and I got together, and he had this idea. He's doing this challenge to. Um, trying to make boring things seem really intense. Right. Video so, form. What's that? In video form. In video form, yeah. So he'll take mundane things. In this case, it's brushing your teeth and he's going to try to film it somatically in a way that will be super cool and really intense. Right. And so we're going to roll that real quick and then when we come back, we're going to talk about how Christians can respond in a godly and a glorifying and loving way to the cultural moment we're in right now regarding pedophilia and cuties. Yep. So We'll be right back. Check it out. And we're back.
0: Meet <laughs> you to it. Every
1: time we take one of these breaks, we just sit here look at each other for a few seconds, like getting ready to go back into it. Yeah. Uh, well, I hope you guys enjoyed that. That's fun. Um, for you guys on audio, I'm sorry you didn't get to see that yep. or listen to it. We said goodbye and hello very quickly. Yeah. You're going to be like, what happened? Uh, yeah. Uh, just go on YouTube and go to like n- a minute 28 or something like that. Yeah. And watch it. Um, you guys can find him on Instagram, Creative Cassell. Yep. Something like that. Yep, Creative Cassell. And maybe I'll actually... Or I the remember. Creative Life of Ben, both of those. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I'll put uh, Maybe I'll put something right here. Last week I said I was going to put the verse on the screen and totally forgot. So. Yeah. Life Wait. of Ben, sorry. It's Life Li- of Ben. I was going to say, I was like Creative Life. Yeah. yeah. Life of Ben, Creative Cassell, yeah, yeah. both his accounts. Um, but anyways, how can Christians respond to this cultural moment we find ourselves in? Like we mentioned interceding got to really narrow down like i, w- I really want to double down on that because like it's it can be it can seem so helpless to yeah see what's going on in the world and think about like i'm just a normal like everyday citizen. So how can i actually influence culture how can i do anything yeah of value in a regard that will like say the nation yeah and in reality if you're talking about if you're thinking about having a platform you just don't you probably don't have it you know and so in that regard, not you can't do much. But what you can do is you have access to the king of the universe who desires that none should suffer, but all should come to repentance. And you can intercede on behalf of America, on behalf of these these things that are happening. And you can go into, like, spiritual warfare in a way. Like, yeah. You know, the Bible says we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities of there. Yeah. That's Ephesians 6. And so the thing is, you're not, like... These people that you're seeing on te- television who are promoting these laws, they're not your enemy. Yeah. It's the ideologies behind it that's, that's being influenced by spirits of darkness and demons, mm. you know. Mm. And that is what your enemy is. So you can go into spiritual warfare and with your authority in Jesus Christ and talk about like – and like pray against the ideology of normalizing pedophilia. Yeah. You can pray that God continues to expose these these child sex trafficking rings that are being exposed. Yeah, they're really that's it, like a really good thing to expose the evil deeds of darkness. Mm-hmm. I think that's Ephesians five. And so there's things you can do, but a lot of it, the biggest thing I would say is pray. Like pray, get our hands and knees before God, and right. really pray that God right. changes the hearts of the people in power. God, yeah, that God like in a way brings judgment against these ideologies and and just removes them. Yeah, and. It'll, and I promise, like, it, it might not, ha- it probably won't happen immediately. Like, maybe it will. Maybe it will pray. And this goes for everyone in every nation. It's not just America. If you, you can pray, for, you're supposed to pray for your leaders and stuff like that. But it might not happen immediately. But prayer is, like, in the Bible talked about as if, like, when you pray, you're, like, pouring things into this bowl. And eventually the bowl will pour, will pour yeah. out. Right? And so it's that idea of, like, just continually praying and diligently seeking and not because... I want to say enough things that God finally does it, but it's yeah. like just joining in with the heart of God. Yeah. And, and, and also you can go evangelize and engage mm-hmm. people in conversation and try to tr- – you can't like be on TV and talking to millions of people, but maybe you can go to your workplace and talk to someone and change s- s- some of their worldview a little bit.
0: Yeah, you know? and pray with expectancy and faith, right? Yeah, that's quite- Like so many of us pray dead prayers not expecting anything to happen or we just shoot, shoot something up there and we don't think anything about it. Um, But God wants us to pray with expectancy that something will happen, right? And I think he answers those prayers. I've noticed, like, a far larger gap between the prayers that I pray nonchalantly and the prayers that I pray with expectancy and faith being answered.
1: Yeah, and, like, even James talks about that. James says, when you pray, when you stand praying, don't pray. He's like, pray without doubting. Yeah. Because if you doubt... You're like a wave tossed to and fro by the sea. Like, why do you think you're going to receive anything? Yeah. You know, and it's because if you pray with doubt, you're like, God, please change these hearts. But you're inside, you're like, eh, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And like, God can't honor that. What's he going to do with that? Yeah. You know? And so you got to be like, God, change your heart and then decide to believe that it can happen.
0: Yeah. And no. to, to put any like kind of happy note on this too I know the media just covers the negative of this whole topic of of all these things but like I'd like to reassure you that there are so many anti-sex trafficking organizations both governmental and like freelance um that are full of great people that are working night and day to stop pedophiles stop like sex rings and stuff like that child trafficking um that are having victory, that are succeeding, right? Um, That are catching these people and are freeing children. (laughs) And there's lots of programs for rehabilitation and all these things, right? Um, Like,
1: a lot of good news happens all the time. We just never get to see it because it doesn't get clicks. Right. And, like, yeah, just remember, like, God is good and he wins, too. Yeah. Like, there's so many organizations that you can get involved with. um, Like, uh, is it A21? Is that one of those? I don't know. That are out there. There's a couple. There's, like, really good anti sex trafficking organizations that you can like give your money to support and stuff like that. And even join. There's some on Island that we have that we have opportunities to join with and stuff like that.
0: Yeah.
1: And at the end of the day, guys, just remember like God wins. But God also desires that all should come to repentance and none should perish. Yeah. God even wants the people that you that you hate to be saved. Yeah. The politicians that you can't stand, God wants them saved. Mm. The people who are in power's maybe not even politically, but, like, socially through their platforms and and Mm -hmm. wealth, that you can't stand. Like, God wants their salvation. Yeah. And we need to be praying for that because we need to join the heart of God.
0: And there's no wrong act that won't go unpunished. Right. Every God is a just God, and he sees everything. And every, like, injustice done to a child, like, will definitely be answered very harshly.
1: Yeah. And if it's not, if, like, those people who, and that's what makes the news of Jesus so incredibly good is that, like, if those people who are exploiting children get repentance, if they repent, yeah, then that punishment that they're going to receive was poured out on mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah. Like, all the anger that you feel, all the hatred, all the things that you want them to go through for judgment's sake, if you're like me and you can't stand it, you're like, duh! Like, mm. It's so humbling to remember, like, that is what was poured out on Jesus on the cross. Yeah. And that's why the good news is good news because he, st- he stepped in it and he satisfied the justice and the wrath of God.
0: Yeah. But totally. also...
1: What's weirdly comforting, and I might be—you might think I'm a bad person—and that, but like, what's comforting is knowing that, like, he's like Derry said, no unjust act, oh, no evil act will go unpunished. Yeah, John Piper talks about, it and he says, he's like, it's—he's like, everyone always asks, "Where's your God when these bad things happen?" he's like, it's like really intense. Uh, Music. Uh, Music, yes, an intense sermon jam. He's like, it's not a hard question to answer biblically. He's up in heaven storing up wrath to pour out on them. And I was like, yo, that's real intense. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. But the idea is that, like, God is going to come against evil because he's good, and it's a good thing to do. Yeah. And so it's so comforting to know that Jesus took our punishment that we deserved, and all the other evil acts that are not judged in Jesus' sacrifice will be judged by God one day. I want to
0: share what you just said. This says God will, will come against... I think You said God up. will come, come against... Or God's storing up wrath against evil because it's a good thing to do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we can do it. Let's make it. Because it's a good thing to do. We can make it and sell it. That's so funny. We should do it. I'm down. God is storing up wrath against evil because it's a good thing to do. <laughs> okay, Why? Cof- copyright um, on it, that it, uh, it's a good idea. It's a good thing to do, I think. We should, we should make it. it would be funny, yeah. That'd be so fun, bro. Okay, well, anyways, that's uh, that's all I got to say. I just got a little soapbox there. We want you guys to be encouraged. We want you to remember that God wins. Yep. Every time he wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you guys know the deal. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Patreon, YouTube. Patreon, yeah. Support us on
0: Patreon if you want to shoot us a couple of dollars. Yeah, we Go have on. equipment that goes wrong every single time, and we desperately need new equipment. If you want, yeah, if
1: you want, to, if you want to be part of what God's doing with this ministry, and you know that's all always what churches say too, like, yeah. if you want to join, want to, but really, like, people are losing, actually getting saved like, in this ministry. Oh, 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 oh. So
0: there's a difference.
1: Oh, 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 oh. You did not.
0: There was, <laughs> yeah. People, other oh, ministries, people oh, also might be getting saved, but people are just people are hearing the gospel in this one as well my so.
1: oh, <laughs> just put everyone else on blast uh,
0: step up, up your game you know
1: <laughs> alright
0: there's levels to this we play at a high level you know what I mean
1: what's that
0: I said there's levels to this and we play at a high level <laughs> bro
1: oh my gosh I don't think I've ever laughed harder on this show just kidding holy cow God. anyways God's actually transforming lives yeah um like Derry's always like ta- ta- saying like uh i'm an
0: instagram evangelist in yeah the DMs.
1: it really is like god is moving and, and like god's bringing these people to to follow us who yep. have questions and we're able to be a source where they're fi- able to find clarity all over the world yeah
0: that's why we have like uh the Spanish latin word. subtitles yeah. yeah
1: and it's like so humbling to think like this is actually like an international ministry in a way it's like yeah oh my gosh like the goodness of God has just been, like, so profound and like, even just the beginning of, this, of what we're doing. And whether or not you want to support, God will take care of us. We're not worried about yeah. that. We just want to invite you to partake in what God's doing. But also we're not going to manipulate you and try to get you to give. and Right. Well, no. we, just, we love you. Yeah. We're just two normal guys who love Jesus and want everyone else to know him too. Yep. So anyways, with that, you guys have a wonderful week. I hope the best to all of you. If you want to not be stressed and and not be overwhelmed by the politicizing of everything, delete social media. Yep. I got off Instagram and Facebook for a few days last week, and it was so refreshing. It's yeah. just like jump. It's like yeah. It's just relaxing to get off and to get away from the world for a few days and just relax and yeah. Hang out, with Jesus, pray, and not have to worry about the world is mountains.
0: actually not burning to the ground off social media.
1: Right. there's a lot of good things I saw a bird the other day bro Yeah. and I was just like I looked at this bird and the Holy Spirit like shot peace in my heart and I was just like oh man that bird it looks so peaceful and just like living and existing as God created him to and that's what humans are supposed to do too yeah and that means knowing him yep anyways well we love you guys goodbye I'll go bye